This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The angle of the pole match. Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. To castrating the marks. I am Vince Russo. This is Jeff Lane. This is where people get called out on the carpet. You know, bro, I swear, I, I just let me cut the music right away. Just the ignorance of people. Like, bro. You know, I, I review Raw. Okay, it's a horrible television show. Obviously. So when I say Raw is a horrible television show, of of course it's because I hate the WWE and I'm beta toy. And I'm like, no, it's a horrible television show. And then we get into, yeah, but they're making billions and billions of dollars more than they ever did before. And I'm like, yeah. And it's a horrible television. Like, what What don't people understand the difference of how a company is doing financially, you know, due to very, very successful deals that they've made compared to they have a horrible television show on why, why can't people separate that and make the correlation? You could, bro, you could, if, if, if you're a uh, Detroit Tiger fan, okay, you could sell out every single Detroit Tiger game and your team could still suck. So, so if I say the Tigers suck and your argument is going to be, yeah, but they sell out every single game. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the team sucks, and their record proves the team sucks, just like the ratings prove that Raw sucks. It just it boggles my mind, bro, just the, the literal ignorance. It, it's absolute, absolute ignorance uh, with, a, with a good portion of wrestling fans today, bro. And how many times have we said – how much money would they be making if they had the amount of attendance and customers that they had in the Attitude Era? Right. The money would even be more. So they, they don't look at that. Yeah, they're making a ton of money, but they would be making way more money if the show was actually good and popular. But yeah. they don't look at that. But these are the same people where if you put Raw over, you're looking for a job. Oh, so, right. Exactly. You, you know, they're, they're, they're just looking to argue no matter what I, you say. I, what I do love, though, bro, is I love when they make these comments because 
it, it's 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 really weird, bro. They're making these comments, but yet they follow me, which I love because it enables me to weed you out. It, it enables me to just block everybody that follows me. That is, I, I, I said, bro, my, here's my rule of thumb, man. If you're one of these people that defend every single thing that AEW and WWE does, every single thing, I'm blocking you, bro. I, I, I don't have time to deal with you if you are going to put over every single thing that these two companies do. You're just going to get blocked out of pure ignorance alone. I don't understand why people follow somebody they don't like. Yeah, bro. Yeah, why? They're all followers. Yeah. Why Why would you follow somebody you don't like just so you can get mad at what they say and argue? Why? Yeah. What's the point? Where? How do you get enjoyment in that? I have no idea, bro. I try to think back if when I was younger in my 20s and stuff, if Twitter was around, would I have been like that? I don't yeah. know. You know, I don't it, know. Why, why would you want to give me another follower, guys? Like, seriously, why would you want me to have another follower? Like, don't follow me. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that if there's somebody I don't like, no matter what they're in entertainment, news, sports, I'm not going to follow them because I don't like them. I don't want to see what they have to say. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. All right, bro, you got any shout-outs? I don't. What about you? I do. I got a nice album, a nice uh, um, Striper album from uh, Evil Jackalopes, and he sent me it because uh, Striper is Razor Fist's favorite band, and he wanted me to listen to their new album. So thank you very much, Large Larry, and I look very forward to listening to it. Speaking of Razor Fist, I don't know. I got his new book over there. If you guys are into... Oh, let me see. Bring it over to the camera. Let me see this. This is uh no, he didn't ask us to advertise or anything. I'm a fan of his writing. This is a, it's called Death Mask. It's the second book in uh, his series, his fantasy like Victorian thief style uh, novel. The first one was The Long Moonlight. I've read that one. I have not read this one yet, but the first one was really good. So I'm excited to read. Who has like Razor Fist? I recommend his book. Who's the publisher, bro? Dark Legion Books. Wow, I didn't even know Razor Fist was an author. That oh, is Yeah, funny. he he also just did a fundraiser for a comic book and they raised uh over $300,000 or something like that him and the artist to put out put out this comic book. That is incredible, yeah. man. Good yeah, for so him. Razor's doing good stuff, man. The great Razor Fist. Good for him, bro. All right, let's castrate some marks. All right, well we're going to start up with a follow-up from last week's excellent Vanderpump Rules closer oh, clip geez. that we had and this is Meltzer continuing on and expanding. I don't know if this was the next day or a few days later, but this was sent in by Gabe Tuff and he's continuing to talk about Collision, AEW Collision being on Saturday nights. And we've already seen what happened to Rampage and Saturday, I think I think Saturday's you know, it's a better time slot. Eight to ten is obviously better. I'm thinking about when you used to say something to Disco when his camera was like this. And remember, yeah. it kept, he kept sliding yeah. down. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is terrible. Man, the competition they're going to face every single week. There's no easy weeks. It's not like Wednesday where at least when the NBA is over, they're, they're going to get a little bit of a break. And, um, you know, and Vanderpump's over and whatever. But <laughs> this is He like, loves man. that Vanderpump, bro. He loves it, man you know, and Vanderpump's over and whatever, but it's, this is like, man, Saturday night, you're going against something, you know, I mean, not as much in the summer because baseball games until the playoffs aren't that big draws, you know, except for occasional games, but 
but you're oh, but there's always Saturday night. You know, there's every you know every every big fight is Saturday night. Every big fight, and in the fall, you know, come on, in the fall. <laughs> no, hold on, for a second. I, he, I don't know. I mean, because- he's yet he's yet to name one show. You 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 do realize that he's Fight. yet, yeah baseball. he's yeah he's yet to name one show that is going to be competition to them on a Saturday night. So this guy is literally talking out his ass, not even knowing what's on Saturday nights. He knows fights are on Saturday nights because he covers MMA and boxing. So th- so that he knows. But he has no clue what else is on on Saturday nights. Yeah, but we got to go through all four seasons here and make excuses for the entire year because now we're in the fall. Come on, yeah. God. Yeah. In the fall, that's worse than I, – I don't know. I mean, because less people are, are home and more people go out. I think that um, – Less people are home and more people go out in the fall and not the summer? Yeah, that's confusing to me. How is that even possible, bro? Fall, kids are back to school. Summer, everybody's off. Unless he meant it the other way and he misspoke. Because, he, he, that, I mean, that's just a well-known fact. That's why the old TV format was streaming now. I don't think they do it. I think the main channels like CBS and NBC do it that way. But the shows would go off in the summer that, because people weren't watching TV. Yeah. They would come back on in the fall when people would watch TV again. Well, I, I hope you made think, a mistake. Yeah. Saturday is a worse night in the fall than, than Monday even. or sun, sun, I mean, Sunday would be even worse because there's so many big shows on Sunday. Yeah, bro. Sunday's but, the worst. That, that, that's why the NFL <laughs> that's why the NFL created Sunday night football, bro, because that's the absolute worst night for television. So that's why they decided to put all their eggs in that basket. Monday is really bad because of the NFL. You know, but I think Saturday because of college football, because it's not, you know, it's not one national game on, on ESPN. College football is on, you know, several networks in primetime, several different games. Most of the games are during the day, by the way. Yes, I know. I know. Yeah. Games, you know, however many, 10, whatever cable games. I mean, there's so much of it. And it's it's like and and, you know, you still have you know, other things that are going on as well, like the he, fights, you know, on fight he nights. He still has not named one thing besides sports. Not one thing, bro. And the WWE pay-per-views, <laughs> you know, once a month, you know, which, you know, that's at minimum a WWE pay-per-view on a Saturday night. You're talking about a million viewers. But I thought AEW is better. So wouldn't they watch AEW over and, WWE? And I, yeah, exactly. And I also thought, you know, with streaming, they could watch it anytime they yeah. want, bro. So yeah. why don't they watch it after they watch AEW? Times have changed. Yeah, uh, in the United States. And a big one can be, you know, I mean, a, you know, WrestleMania night, right? Could is probably two and a half more, two and a half million or more. And, you know, Royal Rumble is, is <laughs> two million or more, you know, and next year would, would you know will probably be a little higher than this year, or, you know, if as as homes increase for Peacock, maybe not because this year's this year is a hot year. But you know what I'm saying. Wait, you know, hold on like, for a second. Whoa, 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 bro. He says as homes. What do you say with homes with Peacock? As homes grow, what, what did he say? Yeah, that more people get Peacock. No, as as homes grow with Peacock, he said, bro, Peacock is starting to charge. For a lot of people that were getting it free. So there could be a good argument that less people 
are going to be getting bro i swear to god the only the only reason i i'm going to have to pay for peacock is the the attitude show the wwe attitude that i have to watch that on peacock now i'm going to have to pay for that if i didn't have to watch that i ain't paying for for nbc peacock Poor AEW for being on TV with all yeah, these other shows. I know. you. He is saying right there that people would rather watch WWE than AEW because it doesn't matter if it's a pay-per-view versus a regular AEW show. If WWE sucks and AEW is the best in wrestling, they're going to watch AEW. So why is he making that excuse? Every single week, he's got an excuse. Well, guess what? If it was great and awesome and people loved it, other shows would be making the excuse about AEW. Bro, bottom line is he already knows nobody's going to watch it, and he's setting it up before it even starts. So he could say, I told you it was a horrible night. I told you big fights are on. I told you college football. That that's exa- He knows now. The draw is good. The show's going to draw a horrible rating, and he's just trying to to to, to put put all the little put all the little uh, which dominoes in a row, bro. So he could say, "Ah, guys, I told you so." Well, I mentioned the NFL in that clip, so let's go to a Tony Khan question from the media call before the pay per view. This was sent in by Francesco Castano. So next up is going to be Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful. Sean, yep. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Tony, you had mentioned in the past that you don't like going against NFL games. How will that change with Collision? Because NFL runs Saturdays, sometimes in the winter. And how will that affect pay-per-views during football season? Will they be on Sundays or will they go back to uh, Saturdays? And then, like, do you have a, a plan in order for that? It's a great question. and It's something we are talking about. I generally am not in the business of trying to compete with the NFL. Once you get to uh, December, as you see, the college football schedule opens up, and then there's more NFL on the Saturdays, and that generally starts around mid-December. I actually worked to leverage that a little bit last year. I did an experiment running a Ring of Honor pay-per-view on that first Saturday where there is very limited college football schedule with only the Army-Navy game and no NFL. Uh, once NFL starts in December, it's obviously that much more competitive of a landscape on Saturday TV. So I, that was definitely one of the considerations, but it's not like we're competing, you know, 18 weeks out of the season with the NFL. I think generally across the 18-week schedule, uh, you see that most of the games take place on Sundays or Mondays when we are not running events head-to-head. And it's definitely something to consider as we get into that latter part of the season. Uh, the NFL is truly the toughest competition in the world. And, you know, that'll, that'll be as tough a head-to-head matchup as you get. And we've had tough head-to-head battles before going up against the World Series or big playoff games and basketball. But I think this would be the toughest thing we've ever gone against with the NFL. So I'm... Uh, not not necessarily looking forward to it, but it, it'll be interesting. And uh, I can definitely say that AEW is very much on the radar 
of the top NFL executives, you know, they've definitely <laughs> taken notice of AEW and the ratings we're getting. Yeah, bro, they know they, they've taken notice of AEW because they see you running around the football field with the backpack and the wrestling notes falling out of it, bro. So, oh, who's that? And what's in the backpack? And what's falling out of it? Oh, that's Tony Khan. He's a wrestling mark who bought a wrestling company. And the papers falling out of his backpack are his wrestling shows. That's That's how they know Tony Khan, bro. Yeah, millions and millions of people watch the NFL each week, but they're taking notice of the 800, 900,000 that watch AEW. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to this Tony Khan picture. Now, a few people did send in the video, but because yeah. it's from an AEW show, we can't use it. But we do have a still shot. This was sent in by Casey, Tommy Walk, Chris Patilla, and Jerry's Pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, bro. He, it doesn't matter what he wears. This fool just looks goofy. Yeah, he looks like a leprechaun in mourning. So instead of the green suit, he's got on the, the black suit, bro. He's wearing like an old-timey hat, if you guys haven't seen the picture, if you're listening on the audio. looks ridiculous. It's, it's a fedora. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Tony Khan and the NFL, Chris Dice the second found this Jacksonville Jaguars video behind the scenes of the NFL draft. And Tony Khan was in a couple of the clips. So in this first one, he's talking to the somebody that they just drafted on the phone. All right. Hey, congratulations, Eric. We're so excited to have you here in Jacksonville. Thank you. Thank you. Such a great day for us. I hope it's a great day for you. It's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so funny there. <laughs> Did you notice his shirt? Well, check out the fist bump and then check out his shirt. All right. That's a fist bump. Jack uh, AEW. Oh, my God, bro. So Ooh. when we had that picture of him wearing something nice, it must have been a different day or a bad angle because I did not see this AEW shirt yeah. in that one shot we had. This second one is great. Also sent in by Chris Dice the second. So the Jags ended up trading down one spot, two spots. So they jumped the spot backwards, trade with the Bills. So this is them deciding if they're going to do that. So you hear the the GM and the executives talking about, should we do this? And Tony Khan is in the background talking if they should make trade down in the draft. Should we do it? Let's do it. Let's the rest. Sweat it out. Sweat it out. Yeah. Easy for you. Easy for you. Uh, sweat it for you. <laughs> Shut up, kid. That's basically... <laughs> <laughs> they both at the same time easy for you to say bro this was uh man this was the uh, the money ball scene bro when the young kid walks in and you got all the old-time coaches and whatnot and he starts talking and they're like who the f is this yeah, yeah. there's this is a big decision to trade in the draft and here's this guy do it do it it's no, worth I'll the a long way yeah, yeah, play, play, play it back again let's watch it again can we do it do it for the rest the one guy's on the phone and he stopped to talking to Terrell. Oh, it, it just cracks me up when he says it's only one pick. Yeah. Bro, how important is every single pick in that freaking draft? Oh, it's only one pick. Yeah. And this is the thing. They went down two spots. They traded with the bills. So if, 
what they're sweating, what he's telling them to sweat out, what they're deciding is the guy we're going to pick right now, can we get him in two spots? Yeah. Because we'll get more out of this trade. So sweat it out. It's only one pick. If whoever is in the middle there takes the guy that the Jags want, then they then it's a bad move. Right. So it's only one pick makes no sense because, yeah, it's only one pick, but you could still lose that guy. Yeah, you that's want. all it takes. That's all yep. it takes is one pick. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a Nick Houseman tweet here sent in by Adam Finch. So before the AEW pay-per-view day, Houseman tweets, I will not be in the post double or nothing media scrum tonight. Completely my choice. It's been a long couple of years on the road and I'm taking things easier this year. Sending my best to everyone in the ring backstage and keeping things real in the scrums. Let's have a fun night. <laughs> oh, I, w- I wonder what th- I wonder what could have happened to make him miss that, bro. Unless yeah. his freaking wife cut loose on him, man. You know what I mean? We talk about that all the time. Yeah, but also, who gives a shit? He's got to make sure everybody knows. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Turns that. on the scrum. Where's Houseman? Yeah. Where's Houseman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And you know, he had to point out completely my choice because everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, they don't want you there anymore. Yeah. You know, after CM Punk or whatever. But I think he's been there since then. So I, I guarantee it was a wife thing. <laughs> It's been a long couple of years on yeah, the road. Man. Yeah. For them to miss that, especially him, with how much he lives and loves these scrums, yeah. it's something else. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the scrum, let's go to this Tony Khan clip from the scrum. So sent in by Tommy Walk. <laughs> <laughs> Play that back again. <laughs> is is that even a real laugh? I mean that that's not a real laugh, is it? I don't know. It almost kind of sounds like you you're pretending to laugh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. You know, what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're gonna stick with Khan and the Scrum. Also sent in by Tommy Walk. He's talking about the Wembley sales. I think with the exchange rate, sometimes that changes with pounds. So when I say that, I mean uh, $8 million going on a $9 million gate that we're closing in on. And uh, it's very, very exciting for the company. It's a huge, huge milestone. It's by far the biggest gate in the history of AEW. And it's one of the biggest gates in the history of professional wrestling. It's, I believe, the largest gate ever in England for pro wrestling. And soon we will close in and have the biggest gate ever in the UK, period, for professional wrestling uh, Because if the record was set in Wales. So... Uh, and uh, 8.1. Oh, okay. So we do, we set the record. We did it. So uh, 8.1 million pounds or dollars? Oh, yeah. Then we set the record. Okay. So we've set the record. Biggest ever oh, in the UK. Thank you. Thank is, you. I'm, I'm listening to what he's saying. What, what What's with the freaking poodle haircut, bro? <laughs> you look like a, a poodle. You look like a, what is with the poodle haircut, man? I don't know. It, it, it looks really bad. Is that a, like, like, is that a hipster? Like, what is, <laughs> bro, you know who's got a haircut like that? The, the uh, Taz's kid. Taz's kid is like 20, bro. Yeah. This guy's 45. 8.1 million pounds or dollars? Oh, yeah. Then we set the record. Okay. So we've record. set the record. Biggest ever in the UK. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. (laughs) I didn't expect that. Thanks, Dave. Uh. 
<laughs> that was Dave giving him the information. Yeah. So he just takes him at his word. Now it's official because Dave Meltzer told me, yeah. I got to get my numbers from Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Again, bragging about that, the gate and the money, it's just so weird. You don't hear other businesses brag anybody, about how much anybody, money we bro. took from the customers. You don't hear that in sports. You don't hear that in entertainment with concerts. You know, you don't hear that. Uh, God, anything, man, like the Disney shows, the ice shows. I mean, you never, ever rodeos. You never, ever hear that. Even with WWE, it's always attendance, whether, you know, the course they inflated or whatever, but it's never, we made $10 million tonight from you suckers. You know, like it's such a weird thing to brag about. Yeah. And if I'm on the roster, how much money are you making on this show? Exactly, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Let's go to Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer. This was sent in by Francesco Castano. This was before the pay-per-view AEW weekend and them talking about the upcoming weekend. All right. uh, That's the lineup for this weekend. Dave and I are going to Vegas. And so uh, we'll be covering all of this as best we can. It's going to be tough, but we're going to do our best. I don't know how we're going to watch NXT. I don't think NXT is being watched on Sunday. No, uh, I'll watch it before. We're definitely watching uh, the WWE show. Watching the WWE show. We're watching, obviously, Double or Nothing. We'll be there for that. Yeah, and uh, we'll have shows uh, Saturday and Sunday. Yep. So uh, get ready for that, everybody. And and God, we have to do two shows Saturday, right? Because we're doing the Q and A Saturday morning. Yes, Q and A is a show. Q and A Saturday morning, then watching WWE, and then another show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a long day. What What are you asking these guys in a Q and A, bro? I don't know. It was just I, I saw a couple pictures of it. It was just like. The one where Denise introduced them that one time, and they yeah yeah they sat yeah. in a wrestling in the ring, ring. In the yeah. ring. yeah yeah answering questions from fans. I don't know why you would pay for that, uh, bro. You, you, you there is a correction you have to make. You might have to edit that out. What's what that? You just said you do know now. Uh, it is Denise Hollywood Sosalito. Yeah yeah. Yeah, that's what she that's what she's going by by nowadays. Yeah, I wonder if she was influenced by the three name uh Sean Ross Sap uh to throw Hollywood in the middle of her uh her name. It's possible. It's Denise Patrons uh heard that song. She's yes. got her own theme song. Yes. Uh, bro, she's going to be she's going to be with AEW in a matter of months. <laughs> I think you're going to be right on that one. Yeah. I, I don't know how we're going to watch NXT. I, I don't know, man. I know something's, man, it's so much, bro. So, something's got to get cut. So, bro, what about your boy Ali getting sent to NXT? What about that? Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> bro, let, let me tell you something. Seriously, not for anything. Uh, because Baron Corbin also got sent to NXT. Bro, if I'm a WWE veteran and I've been around for a while, and then you tell me you're going to NXT. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Like that's where, like, I'm like, you know, bro. You know how, like, you know, I, I know in baseball, Jeff, if they've got a like an older veteran player, and you know they they offer him a tryout with the team, but he doesn't make the team, and so they always give him the option, bro. 
you could get your release and become a free agent and maybe somebody else will pick you up or you can go to to our AAA affiliate. Nine times out of 10, they'll become free agents. Nine times out of 10. But these guys, man, you're on the main roster for five years, whatever it is. Then they send you to NXT. How are you not looking at that as a demotion? And why is that okay with you? Unless they don't care. We've heard Al talk about the guarantee contracts, how it's different than getting paid by the house and all that stuff. If they're getting paid the same and now they don't have to travel, they just stay in Florida all the time. Maybe if they're not happy at the company, maybe they don't care. And they're I, like, I, 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 I don't think uh, I don't think a guy like Ali. Ali's the guy that would wrestle for free, bro. Yeah. You know, back to that clip. Do you remember we just had a clip a couple weeks ago? I don't know when it was. I don't know if it was a Patreon show or this show, but Meltzer on why he didn't go to WrestleMania. I can't go for two days. I can't get a newsletter out. Remember making all, but here AEW, he's right there for the weekend, the whole weekend, weekend. bro. They said Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So two days, same, same deal, but we theorized because he wouldn't have been able to go to the scrum at WWE. That's why he didn't go because why weren't, if you were there, Dave, why weren't you at the scrum? Well, they won't let me in. He doesn't want to say that, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that excuse doesn't make any sense. All right, we're going to go to the scrum. This was sent in by Raphael Moreno, Mike Wilson, Scott Smith, Greg Krasnoff, and Ed Miller. This is MJF. And uh, watch the antics of Tony Khan's face while MJF is talking. When I say take my ball and go home, earmuffs, Tony, everybody thinks I'm talking about WWE, right? And... Now, does Nick Khan want me to fucking work in his company? Sure. Does Triple H want me to work in his company? Sure. Calm down. Everything's fine. Or maybe it's not. But I'm kind of bored of this sport, and I'm bored of the lack of respect from professional wrestling fans. So when I, take, when I say take my ball and go home, I mean literally just hanging up and fuck up the lineage of this title. Because, frankly, I don't know if anybody's worthy of beating me for this thing. Now, I'm not just going to hand it away. Why the fuck would I do that? I earned this thing. So... Please, by all means, take it off of me. Somebody put me out of my fucking misery. But until then, we'll see what happens. Thank you, MJF. Sick. <laughs> Bro, can, 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 go, go, go back. Can, can they make this freaking belt any bigger? It Bro, look, 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 at, look at the size of this freaking belt. The, the, do the side shot. You can really tell by the side shot. Look at the look at the size of this freaking thing. Like, really, bro? Look at Tony with the eyes closed, bro. He just he looks so ridiculous when he's out there telling them every behind the scenes, his booking, everything is a, is a shoot. And then here comes MJF, who's not going to do that because he knows how he makes his money. But then why Tony Khan sitting with him, I don't know. But then Tony Khan is in character. And yeah. He's going to make these faces and sell. Oh, well, I can't believe you're saying that. And he looks absolutely ridiculous. What is what is what is the logic behind Tony Khan sitting there with every one of these guys? Why why is he there? That that that's how all the problems started. It would have been a totally different scenario with Punk had he not been sitting there and didn't do anything. Why is he there, Jeff? Yeah, that's a Seriously. good point. Yeah, because if Punk would have done the same thing that he did without Khan sitting there, 
people wouldn't have been saying what a wuss that he right of course sit there right. and do it. He, because he if he wasn't there he he could have even said i reprimanded punk in the back nobody would have known whether he did or he didn't yeah but he, yet you know he, here we are that he continues to put himself in the same situation bro and he's he's trying to act like he's he i can't believe mjf is saying you mentioned wwe you mentioned nick khan the looks on his face is, is ridiculous i just bro i just keep going back to bro you got to understand people watching this show it is now it's it's summertime in florida bro you can cut the humidity with a knife bro with a knife and this guy this guy walking around with hair like that in the summer humidity of Florida. Oh my god. At least he's dressed nice this time, but I think that had to do with his gangster outfit when he was wearing yeah, the hat. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to stick with the scrum and Tony Khan. This was sent in by Tommy Walk and Scott Smith. There's two things here. The question is important. Because it was a guy actually asks a question, like a good question, but watch Tony Khan's eyes. Righteous Rage, Grab City Podcast. Uh, great show tonight. Uh, you've been talking a lot about collision. Everybody's been asking a bunch of questions. Elephant in the room. Uh, you guys are going to be in Chicago on June 17th. CM Punk going to be there? Go go, go back. Let, I got, let's take in all the range of emotions again. Go back before we even get to punk. There's so many range of emotions here. We got to go back. We got to look at. Yeah, there, there's two angles from this, and we're, we'll see the second one later on. But this, with him looking almost directly at the camera, this is a better angle to to see his eyes. And this is a I guy just, from a podcast for, at the Scrum. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, Reg, Reggie something. Reg Grab City Podcast. Okay. Grab yeah. Grab City, Grab City podcast. podcast. Yeah. Uh, great show tonight. Uh, you've been talking a lot about collision. <laughs> why is he mouthing that and and bobbing his head like a goof he's mouthing thank you and not saying Reg, Graf City podcast uh, great show tonight uh, you've been talking a lot about collision everybody's been asking a bunch of questions elephant in the room uh, <laughs> <laughs> why why does he open his eyes like that uh, oh. you guys are going to be in Chicago on June 17th and then he laughed. Why is he laughing? <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Great question, Reg. <laughs> elephant in the room. Uh, you guys are going to be in Chicago on June 17th. <laughs> CM Punk going to be there? I can't tell you that. I think it. Did you see his mouth like droop? He's not happy. The excitement fell out of his face. Chicago on yeah. June 17th. CM Punk going to be there? I can't tell you that. I think it's a great question, and I am not prepared to address that question at this time, but I think it's a great question. And uh, Reg will not be back at the next Scrum, what, I'm sure. What, what, what does that even mean? I'm not prepared to address that question at this time. Prepared for what? It's it's a yes or no answer. What 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 preparation goes with a yes or no answer? And you can tell when when people go out there and they know they're going to get questions that they don't want to answer, people prepare them how right. to answer that question. He should have already been prepared by somebody. When you're asked this, this is how you respond. Hey, you know what? It's our big show. It's in Chicago. You never know what's going to happen. That's all you have to say. But this, uh, well, I'm not prepared to answer this. It's a great question. I'm not He's fumbling. 
He should have had exact yeah. exactly. But the thing is, he doesn't think these people are going to ask him that yeah. question. Yeah. So Reggie will probably not be at the next scrum. He probably for, won't be, bro. Absolutely for asking not. That question, but he was. You got to be prepared for the questions that you don't want to answer. How you respond to them? Yeah. You see yeah. it all you the time be, with professionals. Yeah. You got. You got to be better. Better prep, bro. And and again, again, Jeff. You don't even have to put yourself in that spot. That's you don't true. even have, to, put, even to, have worry, to, to worry about them asking that question and how you're going to answer it. You don't even have to be in that spot. You are putting yourself in that spot. Yep. But you see it even you look at if you've ever seen how politicians prepare for debates, they have people that ask them the hard ask. What's the worst question I'm going to get? Right. What are they going to attack me with? So they know how to answer it immediately, and they're not doing that, yeah. fumbling through it. Yeah, you've got to you've you've got to be prepared, and like you said, bro, you 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 know you know the question's going to be asked. So that should have been the number one question at the top of the list. All right, it is time for the closer. Thank God. This was sent in by Scott Smith, Eddie Gonzalez, Darian Singleton, and Greg Krasnov. This is MJF. At the scrum. I think what you can learn is what we're seeing now. I posted on social media and social media is a dirty, dirty drug these days. Uh, I almost wish I never go on social media because it's filled with, let's be honest, 7%. This is actually a factual stat that I'm hitting you with. 7% of our audience, overall audience is using Twitter. It's essentially an echo chamber. And when you think about professional wrestling takes, I liken it to somebody going to a restaurant, eating the food, and then bothering to get on their phone and write a Yelp review. Raise your hand if you've actually written a Yelp review. There's not a single person in the room who's done that because that's fucking lame as shit. And you should have better time like to do other shit. Grow the fuck up. But I posted something on the dirty social media, and I said what I wish people would learn is wrestling fans are bloodthirsty, disgusting marks that don't care about our well-being, right? Wow. How many times have we clearly said that? How many freaking times, bro? Yeah. I mean, you know he's in character at these things, but he's not speaking anything that's not true. And if he's going to say that 7%, he got that number from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, bro. Th- th- this is not him being in character because this has nothing to do with a match or a pay-per-view. This has nothing to do with any of that. This is him basically saying people are out there doing all kinds of crazy shit, bro, because this is what you want and this is what you die for and you don't give a shit what happens to any of us. I don't I don't think this is him in character here, bro. Well, let, we'll get to it, but he starts talking about trying to win the match. Yeah, well, yeah, you but know, when, so, once yeah, we but, get to that, now that's yeah. different. But we're not yeah. talking about that here, bro. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling fans are bloodthirsty, disgusting marks that don't care about our well-being, right? Nobody gives a fuck that my forearm's fucked. You don't care. You were just fucking amped that you saw me fucking dump Darby on on his head. Granted, so was fucking I. But still, you don't give a fuck about us. You pretend you do, but you don't give a fuck about us. You care about us just as much as, I don't know, the fucking leader of the Romans cared about his fucking gladiators. You don't give a shit. So what I wish young guys would understand and learn is you get way more 
out of being a charismatic phenom than you do out of fucking risking your life trying to do a maneuver. Man, I wish. Stop for a second. I just wish. Why isn't there a two shot here? Well, the the two shot that we had before was two different videos that I put together from submissions. Okay, so uh, is Tony Khan sitting next to him? I believe so. Yes. Oh, let's see. This this, this is where I want to see Tony Khan's facials. Yeah, yeah, but the, I think I, this is one feed compared to to an. I, I yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. know, but you notice he started looking in the camera when he started saying this. Like he's speaking to the locker room. It seems like right, right. He changed right. when he started to say, "I wish the people." You know the wrestlers, like because he's yeah. talking to them. Then and then when he starts to speak about the wrestlers, he start he looks into the camera. You pretend you do, but you don't give a fuck about us. You care about us just as much as I don't know the fucking leader of the Romans cared about us. He's fucking not life. looking at the she camera now. So what I wish now young guys would understand and learn is you get way more out of being a charismatic phenom than you do out of fucking risking your life trying to do a maneuver that quite frankly might not win you the match. Now for me, every single thing that I do in professional wrestling is very meticulous because every single thing I do is to try to win. I'm not trying to waste my fucking time out there. Now I will do some things to prove a fucking point like a fucking headlock takeover, but I digress. Stop being fucking idiots. These people don't pay your salaries. Grow up. Next question. God, bro. I mean, that's that. (laughs) <laughs> wow bro is he is he bro let me tell you something bro is he is he the next guy to get in a fight in the back because come on bro how many people on that how many people on that roster watching that are did he just call us idiots and i'm talking about the young bucks and kenny omega how many people Saw that, bro. You're going to be reading about that next, bro. They don't like that, bro. You know why they don't like that? Because it's the truth. Why are you doing all that stupid shit out there when a character is going to get you more over and it's a lot safer? You can't argue that, bro. You can't argue that. You could. Okay, bro. Here's the question. You could do 10 death-defying moves. And risk all kinds of injury, or you could go out there and your character could be so over, you don't have to do any moves to risk any injuries. Which one are you picking, bro? And make more money the second way. Exactly. And make more money. And 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 prolong your career. Come on, bro. Which one? So that's what they don't like, bro. They don't like the truth. They don't like when they're hit smack in the face with the truth so that's coming bro that's coming bro how phenomenal would it be like punk shows up on the saturday show everything's all nicey nicey and the next week we got a brawl with mjf in the back but you know and in punk a lot of the things he was saying was similar to this right right but he but he pointed out specific people you know mjf didn't but it's still the same thing you know wrestling like you're in pwg like not taking advice from you didn't want to listen to Terry Funk, I think was the example he used hangman yeah. page or something. Someone didn't want to, I don't need Terry Funk to teach me. It's the same thing, but here's MJF. How many people have been saying this 
for years, just on our own show, you, Al, Disco, Stevie Richards. Yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Everybody's been saying it, but they're all haters and they're all wrong. And the business has changed. Well, now you got somebody in the business currently that is a top level in the company that they're in saying it. And a lot of fans notice this. He's MJF's calling us out saying we're only 7%. So they're listening now that MJF is saying it. Right. Because what he just said was, you're listening to these idiots on Twitter. They're only 7% of our audience. They don't pay your salary. That's what everybody has been saying. Yep. At least on the brand. And we know other people say it, but, you know, they're all haters. And they're jealous. You, Bret Hart. Bret, Bret Hart points stuff out. Ah, you know, we're not going to listen to Bret Hart. It's the same thing. But MJF is saying it, and people are listening now. But are they going to listen to him? Because I'm telling you, he looked right in that camera like he was speaking to the locker room. Yeah. He changed yeah. his focus. Well, bro, I told you over the last couple of weeks, you know, Double J has said something. Uh, you know, Road Dog has said something. I'm starting to see more. Bro, who who knows? I I I mean, bro, if I'm MJF, bro, let let's be honest. Let's be honest here. This guy, and maybe it's a fact, thinks he can go to the WWE and get a get get a blank check. Okay. But bro, let's be honest. All the WWE has to say is MJF. You're on a television show that doesn't even draw a million people. Yeah, you know, I mean, bro, that that number, okay, of how many people watch AEW, that can have a correct a, an effect on MJF's career. It's not his fault at all. He has no control over that. But let let's be honest, bro. If he knocks on WWE's door and I want X amount of dollars. And I'm the WWE, and I'm like, bro, th- that show has never drawn a million people. Like, what, 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 are, what, are, what where's your, pro- show us the numbers. Where's your proven track record? And, bro, like I said, that's not MJF's fault. That goes back to Tony Khan and the type of show and what you're booking and paying attention, Jeff, to 7% of the audience. Bro, MJF is always thinking big picture and he knows damn well they can go there show us show us the nights that you were on and what the number was up was and show us show us if that audience grew and he you know we had that clip he dropped nick con and triple h's name in character but still he could be playing a negotiation game that's levels above what these other guys are thinking because maybe they're maybe that will make them notice who is this guy if they don't already know i'm sure triple h knows who who he is but right guys like nick con and that who knows if they even check out you 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 said yourself vince mcmahon doesn't watch any any of that stuff you know other people have said he doesn't watch nxt it's his own company so he's not watching aew it's pretty odd though bro why why do you say nick Khan and not vince mcmahon he yeah he did to to poke at tony probably yeah Yeah. tony remember how many times tony cut promos on nick Khan and yeah i I guarantee it's to to poke it to poke it uh at tony yeah, yeah, but that's a yeah, bro. That's very interesting uh, commentary right there, bro. Very interesting. Yeah, but will people listen, or they're going to keep listening to the seven percent? 
Seven percent, bro. The seven percent club. I don't know if if I'm in the wrestling business and I see this guy, you know, at, at the top of the company. If I'm in that company, I want to be working with MJF. Yeah, uh, that's what you should want to do. So yep. what is he doing? Why well, I, I just don't get that. Well, like, yeah. no, we're gonna go do all these stupid rope work. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't get it. I, it's yeah. it's very bizarre. It is bizarre. All right, Jeff, what is going on in your world, man? Well, if you guys would like to submit clips to this show, you do so to me. The only place I take submissions, Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. If you submit a tweet, please include both the link and the screenshot of the tweet, because sometimes those things get deleted. Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. Also for video and audio, MP3, MP4 formats, around 30 seconds to a minute. Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. And guys, please check out our Patreon. Uh, You get a bonus show over there on Patreon. And plus you get, hey, my look, I'm doing a show in the basement where we really break down individual shows I think you will really like that, bro. Check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Russo. TWC. That is it, everybody. For me and Jeff and all the lovable marks we covered today. We'll see you all next week.